Jones Animal Hospital. And I'm Chad Barrett, Station Director here at WETS. And this is your weekly pause. This week we're bringing you several questions that didn't make it into any of the final versions of your weekly pause episodes. Hope you find them educational. So Dr. Allen, what are the most high-energy pocket pets you've encountered? Ferrets. Now ferrets, unlike the rodents and rabbits are actually carnivores. They're a little bit different in, in their needs and environment. They can be incredibly fun. Having three or four ferrets running around in a cage, playing in their hammocks, you know, going through tunnels, dryer hoses, not connected to the dryer, of course, but a loose dryer hose for the ferrets to run through, PVC pipe of appropriate size. It, it's amazing how active and playful you know ferrets can be. So a lot of these pocket pets are pretty active. I think ferrets kind of win the prize, though, for for being the most active and the most fun to watch. What age does heart disease typically present in dogs? Heart disease, especially congestive heart failure, is usually a disease of middle-aged and older dogs, and typically they're 8, 9, 10 years old before they start to show signs of heart disease. Now, we may have picked up a heart murmur at a younger age and just been watching it from time to time, and something we often will tell owners to watch for to monitor at home, because if I tell your dog has a heart murmur, people sometimes get very distressed about that and say, well, what can I do to, to know how bad is it? And something very, very simple is to monitor the pet's resting respiratory rate. That is, how many breaths per minute. So you're sitting there reading a book or watching TV. The dog's laying there asleep. You sit there and you look at your watch and you time out a minute and you count how many breaths per minute. Average dog is going to be 20 to 25 breaths per minute. And what you're watching for is a trend of increasing breaths per minute at rest. Pulmonary edema, which is fluid in the lungs, is the first thing we see almost always with congestive heart disease. Pulmonary edema never happens without an increase in resting respiratory rate. And that increase in resting respiratory rate happens a long time before the dog is actually showing clinical signs of heart disease. So that's something very, very simple that owners can do maybe once a week, keep a log of it, um, monitor the pet's resting respiratory rate. They see it starting to go up as a trend. They call us up and say, hey, you asked me to watch this. It's going up. I think now we need to go ahead and do a full workup for heart disease. And I say, great, we'll make you an appointment and come on in. So that's something very simple people can do at home to monitor the progression of potential heart disease. How do you normally treat dogs that have eyelids that sag? That's called ectropion, and they do fall forward, and that lets tears spill out, and they often have runny tears. Everybody has seen the old hound dog that the lower lids fell forward, and you could actually see the conjunctiva just exposed there. And when the eyelids fall forward like that, they don't form a proper dam to hold the tears in. Very often tears will roll out um, and keep a chronic irritation on the dog's face. So to fix that kind of problem, we also often will take a little wedge of tissue out of the eyelid margin itself and shorten that eyelid margin, which rolls that lid back to a more normal position. So that's two different eyelid problems. Entropion, where the lid rolls in under towards the eye and ectropion where the lid rolls out away from the eye that are fixed by corrective surgeries. You mentioned in a previous episode that all tumors in pets are essentially cancer. Can you elaborate on that? Cancer is any abnormal growth of cells. As people talk, lay people talk about 
abnormal growth of cells. They use the word cancer to mean a malignant cancer, one that's liable to invade deeply, spread around where it is, travel to other parts of the body. And they use the word tumor to refer to a, a benign cancer, one that sits still, tends to grow very slowly, doesn't spread other parts of the body, doesn't attach firmly, doesn't invade tissue around it. All of these things are cancer, which just purely means an abnormal growth of cells. So when people say lumps, bumps, tumors, cancers, in some cases loosely use the word cyst. Cyst actually means a fluid-filled pocket, but some people use cyst to mean a benign cancer. All of those things refer to what specifically is a cancer, an abnormal growth of cells, but what they're trying to do is have a word to mean benign and a different word to mean malignant when it's actually all cancer. If you have any questions you'd like to ask Dr. Allen about your pets or pets in general, email wets at etsu.edu with your questions. Tune in next week, same time, same place, for your next weekly pause.